Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Connecticut Masters Golf. We are back for another week, and I feel like every time I sit down and do this podcast, the world has changed just a little bit. Um, it seems like the corona is just ruining everything, worse and worse every week. Um, yeah, I pretty much just want to play golf. I know that's... Uh, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's pretty selfish, but there's a lot of people out there that want to start swinging the the sticks. We are, uh, it would be next week. This is like the week week eve of the Masters week. Next week would be Masters week, and uh, they would start playing probably a little teasers on, on TV already by now, and We'd be hearing the music and seeing the azaleas and Magnolia Lane and oh my god, it would be amazing. Um, really, really missing it. Um, hope everybody's staying safe out there. Uh, this episode I was trying to get everybody together, uh, didn't work out. Um, we will be doing it soon. Um, I, I know I've been saying that I want to have guests. It's coming soon, sooner than later. Um, sorry to disappoint the folks that were, uh, you know, heard through the internet and, and leaks online that we were going to have guests. Um, just didn't work out. So um, this episode, I have a couple things with the PGA. Not really going to talk too much about the Masters because it's just kind of depressing at this point. Um, we'll get into some of those things about the PGA and then I'm just going to take you through a couple uh, Connecticut golf courses. Some of my favorites, pretty much the ones that I played. And then I did some research and got through, um, I have five good golf courses, top rated, not only in Connecticut, but in uh, the nation. Um, Top ones that I really, after this all settles, I'd really like to get to. Um, They're not too far away from where we are. They're in Connecticut. So, yeah. Um, I was scrolling through some news. Um, The PGA Tour just sent out to all the players that they are going to be giving them um, cash advances, if they'd like, um, for the players that are ranked 1 to 150 in the FedEx standings right now. They're going to take the standings from March 8th and you're going to be able to get 50% of your earnings from that spot up to $100,000. So what that means is um, basically if you... Okay, so the 60th place finisher in the the FedEx Cup last year, um, they made $150,000. Their bonus was $150,000. This is all based on just the FedEx bonuses. So... Um, $150,000 bonus, um, they would be able to get $75,000 from the PGA right now to pay expenses, whatever they need to do. Um, it could help. I don't particularly feel horrible for professional golfers because a lot of them are making tons of money. Um, I don't think Rory or Brooks or Ricky or any of those guys need a hundred thousand dollars um 
I think it's more, I mean, you have to think about the players, like, really outside of the 150 ranking um, <laughs> that are, are struggling week to week, you know, scrounging up money to try and, and pay for these things and keep their cards and all this stuff and just had a baby. And, all, you know, I'm sure a bunch of people will take take the money and, and put it to good use. A lot of the uh, the higher-end golfers will probably donate it to caddies or, you know, people who have the disease that they know and you know it's i'm sure it'll go to good use but i just thought that was wild um they are going to have to pay it back though like if they if they end up finishing the season it says that no you know if they were given say the seventy five thousand dollars and they didn't earn that they only they only earned sixty thousand uh for the rest of the year which is very possible um Everybody knows how golf is, so they'd have to pay that ten grand back, which to me is i mean that'd suck that would suck, but you guys you got guys like um Brendan Todd, who is high up on the the FedEx standings right now he won two in the wraparound season um he's fourth, so I would assume he would be able to get the full hundred thousand dollars um the bonuses are crazy. First place gets $15 million, so, I mean, they're kind of getting screwed. Um, but if you're at the top of the leaderboard right now, that usually means that you won a tournament and your bankroll is probably pretty good. But Brendan Todd, from here on out, say he takes $100,000, he, I mean, had a couple good weeks. And now I think there's a chance that he couldn't make Seventy-five or a hundred thousand dollars for the rest of the year. Who knows how long the season's even going to be? So, kind of sketchy if you're one of those guys. Um, I know another one is Tom Hoagie. He's pretty, pretty up there, and obviously he's playing good golf, so he's making good money. But it's very, uh, in the next breath, he could not make another hundred thousand dollars this year, um, just because it is so hard to play. Um, there's a lot of guys. Um, I think it's funny. Uh, I think Jordan Spieth, who is fine with money, but he's 110th. So I don't even know. He he wouldn't even be able to get the the full hundred. I don't. I I doubt. Um, yeah, I 50 percent of. I don't know what the 110th bonus is, but he wouldn't. He probably wouldn't be. Uh, getting that hundred but it's just funny Dustin Johnson's the same way but those guys don't have to worry too much about it um I'm I mainly feel bad for the caddies um that are with the struggling golfer I mean they're kind of they're gonna have to go back to their jobs their uh their main jobs um it's gonna be interesting maybe some caddy jobs will open up and and your boy can go out and and caddy, that'd be pretty sick. Um, so that was that was interesting. Um, sad news: the um, I saw that Davis Love the Third in this crisis, his house just burned down to the ground. His Georgia home. Um, everybody made it out safe. Everybody is good. Um, there's no. There was no. Uh, they didn't say what the cause was, um, but. Everybody's safe. They obviously lost their house, but I'm sure um, he's another one that's that's pretty okay with money. But sad to see. 
Um, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, all these lefty battles that the PGA Tour is having. Um, Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas, they did uh, a whole 18-hole match, which was pretty sick to watch. Um, Ricky is a better lefty golfer than I am, um, which is annoying. He's probably playing a much harder course. I'd probably go out there and shoot 130 at, and he's pumping off like a 94, um, putting like an absolute savage. He actually looks good. JT, I mean, shot a 104. So it's crazy how talented these guys are. But it kind of opened up. I know I saw uh, Brooks was hitting like a four iron, 230 yards, something like that. Like drivers, 260. Speeds are like crazy. It's crazy how talented they are. Um, I know if I were to shoot righty, at a crap course, I know for sure I couldn't break 100. Um, I might be able to do better than uh, a couple other guys because I started out righty as a golfer um, back when I was younger, but I still don't think I could break 100. Probably couldn't break 120. Um, it's crazy, though. Uh, Ricky, Ricky is legit. He could 100% beat me opposite-handed, and that's... Uh, kind of sad to say so um i guess we'll get into some uh some of my favorite courses in connecticut um i think uh, number one i have to go with a couple private ones they're i mean they're just better uh hammy's dad is a member at ridgewood country club in danbury um the hospitality is amazing the course is amazing there's just you have beautiful holes it's not you know it's a hard course just because the greens are faster everything but you know the rough is thicker that way um not a lot of you don't lose a lot of balls there uh you definitely can but it's open enough where you know if you if you're all right you know it's not as bad as some courses but all the other the other um the rough and and the speed of the greens and all that stuff make it that much harder um tough to play uh they have a number 10 i think is my favorite hole on there it's like an island green um pretty sick so there's that one uh, river oaks is another private one not quite as prestigious as the ridgewood uh, a little bit lower key private course but still a lot of people say they don't like the, the River Oaks but because um, they say it plays to a lefty. I am a lefty golfer, so a lot of the holes play to that cut um, for a lefty. So, yeah, that course is up in Sherman. I know one of the members up there got to play that a couple times last year too, so it'd be nice to get back up there. Um, who even knows what's happening now? Like, I, I bet members are not paying because who knows what's going to happen. I mean, that's a really small, um, there's not too many members up there and not that they're struggling, but it's, it's, you know, it's a tough business when it's a small, small place like that. Um, next course is a, actually a master's course that we play is on Saturday is Fairview Farms in Harlington, Connecticut. Um, 
It's where I shot my lowest round ever, a 76. Um, the greens there are, are usually pretty fast, but they're true, which is nice. Um, the only real issue I have with that, it's, I don't want to say that it's an easy course, but there's a couple like, what is it? One, one and two mirror eight and nine. So like one and eight are very similar holes downhill, um, trees on both sides. And then, uh, two and nine are coming back up the hill. They're very similar holes. Um, both. So I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, all the rest of the holes are really, I mean, it's not that I don't like those holes. It's just kind of redundant on the front nine. Um, their par fives are relatively long, difficult. You have to hit good shots there. Um, they have, I think, uh, 14 is my favorite. You can, uh, cut a corner and you got a chance to drive the green, um, which I've done a couple times and it's very satisfying um, still never eagled it but definitely a, a birdieable hole um, their par threes are cool too they have a couple uh, real um, the tee boxes are w way elevated on two of them uh, so that makes it tough um, but they're cool cool holes uh, you never really want to be the first to tee off on those ones just so you can get your clubs right um, good course though, good master's course, um, tests everybody and, and you got a pot too. So, uh, next on the list is Oxford, Oxford greens in, uh, Oxford, Connecticut. We play a tournament up there. Um, I usually play usually once a year just at the tournament, but, um, I haven't played my own ball there in a long time. Uh, we play a scramble, but. I'm glad because Brett's with me and he, uh, he mashes. So he, uh, doesn't make it as, as long for me. I don't hit it quite as long as, as the rest of those guys. Um, another, you know, it's open, not a lot of balls. I mean, you, you can miss, but you got to miss real bad, which I mean, you, I do. Um, but relatively don't lose as many balls as, as like a Candlewood or, um, River Oaks. River Oaks is another one. You can lose a lot of balls. Um, next on the list is so the next two I have are, uh, they got a lot of holes. Tunxis is um, in Farmington. They have uh, two 18 holes, the green and the white course, and then they have a red course that's nine holes. Um, apparently the nine hole course was built first. As just like a family-oriented thing, um, and then they just grew, and now they have 45 holes of golf, which is pretty sick. Um, haven't played there a lot. When I did go up there, I've, I think I've only been there twice. One time I shot pretty low. I had a chance to get uh, under a sub-80 and uh, didn't do it. I think I had to, to bogey the last hole. It was a long time ago, but I probably tripled. Um, cool course, though. I think uh, we played the white, and I have played the green. I haven't gotten to the red yet, but don't know too much about it. I've only played them both once. So um, Next is Lyman Orchards. Uh, they have uh, the same setup. Um, 
the Jones and the Players course. Uh, Robert Trent Jones designed one course, and uh, Gary Player designed the other one. Then they have a little, they call it the Apple 9. Um, that's actually recently built, probably within the last five or six years. Uh, it's cool. If I was in the area, I'd probably go off there a lot more. Um, they're just, it's a cool. Uh, actually, Brian, I think, had his one of his lowest rounds there um, when we were playing. He was just putting out of his absolute mind. Such a crazy day. Um, but some of the views there, if you go in the fall, some of the foliage is just stupid. I mean, some of the tee boxes are so high up that you can just look across and see all the trees. And the, they actually have apple orchards. They sell a bunch of pies and shit. Um, it's a really cool place if you haven't gotten there. Um, so I did some research on some new courses that I want to try. Um, this is no specific order. Um, just five of the top, like I did, I just looked at reviews and what people had to say. Um, there's a couple in Bloomfield, Wintonberry, uh, is a Pete Dye, who is a pretty, uh, prestigious architect. Um, and they're actually open right now. Bunch of these co courses are open. Um, really, the only one that I haven't talked about that I think uh, is Candlewood. They're still closed. Um, but Wintonberry in Bloomfield, it's like 15 minutes from Hartford, I guess. Uh, 6,700 yards, par 70. Um, I guess it mixes a link style with traditional New England tree line holes. Um, the pictures look amazing. Um, and I'm sure. Uh, Pete Dye, I think, only has five courses, or was that Donald Ross? Yeah, that's, no, never mind. Pete Dye have, might have more courses, but um, Wintonberry is definitely one that I'm going to try. The other one in Bloomfield is Gillette Ridge. This one, honestly, the pictures looked absolutely stunning. Um, Arnold Palmer design, which is pretty sick. Um, streams, lakes. A lot of trees it looked like um they actually i mean this course this is probably on the top of my list um like it just looks amazing there's oh, yeah i'm looking at a picture right now and it's just everything looks awesome uh it's the number 11 public course in new england number two in connecticut so i mean it's a yeah it's got some pretty serious, uh, yeah, wow. There's just a lot. The, the course looks amazing. It's got me, got me speechless, almost. Very cool. I know they played, uh, they hosted a LPGA uh, Futures Tour, uh, like Qualifier or something there, which is pretty sick. And then in 2012, they played... Uh, uh, PGA qualifier for the travelers there, which I thought is pretty cool. So you've, you know, that's pretty legit. I think that's going to be the first one that I, that I talk about or go to. Um, so yeah, that is Gillette Ridge in Bloomfield. Um, the next one is in Hartford. We'll kind of stay close to the Bloomfield area. Uh, Kenny Park. It's a, uh, where is it? They got um, 2016. They closed it down. 
and uh, had it all redesigned. So it's fairly, it's, it's like a brand new course. Uh, everybody says it's awesome. Hartford, they're open right now. Um, yeah, really, really cool course. They, uh, what does it say? They hosted some stuff too. Um, the Connecticut PGA Championship. The Hartford's Women Open. Wow. And the National Boys and Girls Junior PGA Championship. That's pretty sick. Connecticut PGA Championship. Wow. That's awesome. That's how you know it's pretty cool. And that was probably... Um, that was before the renovation, too, so I could only imagine that's getting better. Um, the next one, so Kenny Park, Hartford. Um, next one is Hawks Landing, uh, par 71, right off of exit 32. Uh, short course, 5,300 yards from from the whites. These All these yardages I'm saying are from there. Um, that's Those are the tees that I play. So, um, yeah, pretty sick. Um, don't, there wasn't too much information on that. Um, but some of the pictures, I mean, it looks, it looks nice. A lot of trees. You don't see a lot of water there. So that might be nice. If it's a short course with no water, I, uh, I can get down with that. Um, and the last one uh, to round out the five is Shenacosset. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but this is a Donald Ross design. Um, he's another one. I think you hear those names the most. Pete Dye, Donald Ross. Um, it's pretty legit. Uh, it's right next to the Thames River and uh, the Long Island Sound. And it's uh, only, this is what I was saying before, one of five Donald Ross course, courses in Connecticut. Um, they say that this is one of the best ones. Um, I don't ever really see him making a bad one um challenges you so those five i'm definitely going to uh to try and play this year if we are allowed to um pretty much wraps up everything um i did see another thing in nagatak they had a golf course open the hot brook club whatever it got shut down by the mayor because people were congregating in the parking lot. Okay? Don't ruin this, people. Don't ruin golf courses being open for people that are taking this way more seriously than you. Um, yeah, just stay apart from each other. Don't talk after, you know? Everybody's doing the whole happy hour online now, so just go home and do that. You got a golf course shut down when it didn't need to be. Um, a lot of these courses are just enforcing no flag sticks, like I was talking about before, um, raising the cup, stuff like that. So just do that. Don't be stupid. When the golf course is open, keep them open. Um, so we'll end with that. Uh, everybody stay safe, and we'll uh, see you next week. Later.